Okay. okay. Hello. Hello. Uh, welcome. Welcome. I mean, here we are. Yeah. Here we are again. Yeah, but we <laughs> need to say welcome to each other, and then we want to yeah, welcome yeah. everybody who's listening yeah. who yeah. has put this uh, podcast on play. We're very grateful for sharing this with you. And yeah. Thank you. I just should we do a little short introduction for people joining us for the first time. And if you're not yeah. joining us for the first time, you might need an introduction. You, you can do the introduction since I'm half asleep. Oh, you're half asleep. Okay. Yeah, because Panilla is over in the US. She's in Princeton, New Jersey. I'm based in Denmark, Copenhagen, or a little bit outside. So, of course, there's a time difference. Yeah, it's so 6 a.m. here. 6 a.m. and I am 12 a.m. So I've been already doing my yoga, my meditation, my swimming. Panela just stand up. So she needs to, you know, we need to gear her a little bit up. Yeah, I, so I, yeah. We're going to spice her up by the topic yeah. of today, which is finding yourself. Very yeah. important. But before, oh tapping into the, <laughs> but before tapping into the topic, briefly, uh, Awakening 101, a website, a spiritual library that Panela has created. Um, and if you haven't visited, please visit it. It's just the most great website with everything in it. Do you want to? Yeah. Sure? So, uh, Awakening One Hundred One is a, a website that is intended to be like a library, like an online spiritual resource, where you can go and find information about spiritual matters. You, you, anything that sort of will spark your journey in spirituality to go further that sounds so boring but but basically there's it's a collection of teachers sages a collection of books everything that's sort of have helped me move forward in my own path over the last you know 20 30 years and then it is also it also includes like personal blogs like my own discoveries through this time uh, in my journey with recovery and meditation and all kinds of things. And it also has something that we created that's called the Awakening Process, which is a collection of tools and elements that also throughout this process were combined in order to give some sort of roadmap. So a tool can be yoga or meditation, and the elements were or are things like love and awareness and forgiveness. So I I made this mandala that we have intended for like to bring, just bring a little bit of organization to something that definitely has no, it's not linear, right? It's not like, oh, you go to A and then you get B or, you know. But anyway, we created that. It's so organic. That there's a, yeah, it's, it's just so that you could see something like, oh yeah, and okay, fine. Nature, animals, that's a tool walking in nature or, you know, spending time with animals. It's also like a tool to like become more present. So go to Awakening 101 and check it out. And this podcast is just so we can bring those concepts and the information on the website into a conversation and bring it home. You know, like you, if you talk about things, it's just a little bit easier to understand, I think, and bring it into a, a more understandable concepts uh, so that's what we're doing here me and louise louise and i have been best friends since we were four she lives in denmark i live in the u.s we're both yogis we're both in recovery uh so 
here we are. Here we are. And also, thank you. What I wanted to say, like, if anyone has questions or, you know, want to, you know, open up for dialogue and everything, just send us an email or send a comments in the, in the, in the, in the podcast uh, comments, because, uh, you know, we're open for interaction and, and, uh, we also know that this is not, as Panela said, one linear path to all this, uh, but by sharing our way of being more aware and awake, we hope that we can open up and, and um, it, there is something that can resonate in um, in your life too. Yeah. So, yes. So, uh, fabulous. Let's, fabulous. We love it. Um, so today's topic is finding yourself. Um, mm-hmm. What does that mean? What is that meaning? And that's such a big topic, finding yourself. Let's start. Where by do we? This. No, wh- okay. okay. Where do we start? My question to you, Pranilla, do you believe that we find ourselves once and for all? Or is this a process that can change over the time? Yeah, of course, it's a process. I mean, you don't just have like one day when you're like, oh, right now I found myself. Oh, right I now I know who I am. like that. Yeah, but I mean, it's like in AA, they talk about the the peeling of the layer of the onion. So that's why people keep on doing the steps over and over and over again. And that's why people go into meetings over and over again. And you don't just meditate once, you meditate over and over again. You go to yoga over and over again, because there's like different layers that have to come off. Um, And the layers come off until... You have nothing left, basically. But in each layer that comes off, you still find a piece of you. So it's mm. not like you have to get through like years of peeling those layers of the onion in order to find something within you that is yourself. No, it's like you peel off a little piece and you see a glimpse of something that is like, oh, yeah, now I get it. And then like you peel a little bit more and then you're like, oh, yeah, I get it. So it's 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 a process, of course. But every little bit of self-reflection and self-discovery helps to find that inner center that that connection with your inner with your true self i love it i love it i love it and i love your visualization like an onion and just peeling it off and 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 knowing that even when you peel a layer off there's a piece of you and 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 back to our podcast and to your website but that's the awakening journey you know to becoming more true to yourself and becoming more aware of 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 you know who, who we are you know or, or yeah. what we want to be or who we want to be or you know. yeah exactly exactly <clears throat> yeah so, so I mean I could give you an example yes please so I feel like you know something that I notice is that you know most of us is like a little bit out of sync with ourselves so we had a moment, for example, you and I, Louise, this summer when we had like, we had got, we were supposed to check into a hotel and in the south of Sweden together, like we do every summer. And we got there and we discovered that our rooms were from the next day. And I had been driving for like eight hours and we got there, we didn't have anywhere to sleep. So we had to drive to a different hotel that was like a little farther away. And we're just kind of overwhelmed and like the next morning we're like packing up to go to the hotel that we're supposed to be at and louise is like moving really fast like i do too you know and uh, i just said move slowlier and that's like one of those tools i feel like that is um 
that is because we all move fast like what are we moving fast for and if we move slowlier we can actually be connected to ourselves you know if we just have a slower pace it's not like we're going to be like sitting around on the couch but so why i bring this up is because the other night and i haven't told you this yet okay i, I just want to say a big thank okay. you for that because just by panilla telling me slow down and as a yoga teacher you know it's so you know it's not pathetic but it's it's funny because i tell everybody in my classes slow down use the breath yeah, you but know. not yourself and that, and when i'm you know and and when you said you're rushing you know you didn't even say rushing you just said slow down it's just like oh my god this yeah. is so nice and i'm actually having it as a mantra i do it you know when i go out to the car oh, yeah. i yeah. catch myself like running off or you know it's like no, yeah. I'm standing there with my dog. It's like, come now, come now. It's like, <laughs> no, slow down. Penila says, yeah, slow yeah. down. So, yeah. 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 So, thank so you. The for other, that. Yeah. The other night, so we, me and my girls had been, uh, my youngest one, she's 13, and she likes to go to uh, this makeup store called Sephora to buy, like, you know, drops, the things that they see on TikTok that is supposed to, like, help their skin, you know, like this. Mm -hmm. The girls and the teenagers in America, that's what they do. So it's fun to go with her because she's so cute, you know. So we went and it was, we came home kind of late uh, for dinner and my husband was making dinner and it wasn't really ready. And and uh, and Alice was a little hungry. So I was like trying, scrambling to get her something because, you know, I, I'm like a little codependent. Like, I I, God, God forbid she's hungry for like 20 minutes. She can wait, you know, but I'm making her something and I'm sort of running around the kitchen and I slam my foot against one of the chairs. I mean, and it hurt like crazy, right? And I'm like hobbling around during the evening. And my husband's like, no, you're fine. It's, it's probably not, you know, it's just bruised, whatever. But then in the morning, I wake up and it's like blue. <laughs> you're kidding me. Yeah. So I go to like, um, you know, they have these like urgent cares, which is like, you know, it's not a hospital, but a place that you can just like get an x-ray or whatever. And of course, like my toe is broken. I broke my own toe. It's a little, little toe, but big toe. No, it's number four. The one oh, next to the little toe. Next to the little toe. So I, I literally, I was laughing with the people in the doctor's office. I'm like, I literally made, like, it's like a worker's injury. As a mom in a kitchen, I hurt my foot cooking. So of course it's like, then I'm like, oh, okay. Because before, in the past, like if this was like 15 years ago or 15 years, you know, I, I, for example, I had a knee injury years ago and oh, I, I didn't, didn't in, oh, it was awful. And I, instead of resting my knees, I would just keep going, right? And come home and sit there with big ice packs and like try harder, take more, you know, Tylenol or whatever. And in the end, I just, my, I, I actually went on a on a trip to the Grand Canyon and was going to go hiking with knee injuries and I was walking down into the Grand Canyon and my knees completely locked up and they I couldn't move I couldn't bend my leg so I had to go to that extent in tour for me to go oh I have to slow down mm -hmm. so of course yesterday I was like okay well I guess nowadays I go if something like this happens it's a sign mm -hmm. of course Mm. that uh, 
because for me i'm like okay how can i exercise with a broken foot that's what i was thinking mm -hmm. yesterday mm -hmm. oh i can i can ride without stirrups <laughs> you know i i feel a little, so, the little the little addict is coming here is finding yeah, it's, it's right? so yeah, yeah, funny and so last it. night last night i was like okay because this summer has been crazy uh we haven't really gotten into that yet but um you know sally passed away and my horse that i had for 17 years passed away so i've been really you know it's been a really hard time and and i've been working really hard but this was like a moment where i was like okay get back to the center mm. you know we're talking mm. about this finding mm. yourself so mm. Mm. if i want to listen to myself mm then I have I have a broken foot. Like, what do you, act, you know, mm. what am I going to do now? So, mm. so last night I picked up uh, Sally's book, the first one she read, uh, she wrote. Is it called, I can't, oh, well, it's the blue the book. Heart of, the Heart of Meditation. The Heart of Meditation. It oh, is. Wonderful. It is. It's, it was a really um, important piece of my path because it was the, in that book, she talks about different meditation instructions, but she also, at the end, she, I think I've talked about this before, but she instructs you to do that 21-day program, mm. uh, which is 90 minutes a day of meditation, which I'm going to do starting today, um, because I know that it works. I might want to join you on that one. Actually. Yeah. Maybe the people who's listening to this can join us as well. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's a very tall order and, 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 uh, but I, I've used it before in times of like, like, it's like a reset, but I, I don't like to say like, okay, from Monday, I'm not going to drink coffee anymore. Mm -hmm. or Like, that's not my thing, but this, I know I've done this before. It's like, you just, in order to find your own center again, the mm -hmm. only thing you can do is basically stop. You know, you have to mm -hmm. get back to this moment. Mm -hmm. And it. meditation, of course, is the, the greatest doorway that we have to that. But is that, is that meditation something that you want to share here just briefly? Like, you know, you, because if you as you have had an experience about it and you know what it works, and today's topic is really finding yourself and you know, when we're getting out of balance, like you apparently did while running around like a hysterical mother in the kitchen, being codependent. And, yes. And, 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 and yeah, but you know, and I think a lot of people can can identify with what you're saying. So and funny. At least I can. Uh, yeah. so, so, I mean, I, I think that this could this could be a um, um, a beautiful moment to 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 maybe do something collectively or, or tap into. Um, uh, to our own space so don't you want to share a little bit about that experience that you had uh, with the 21 when 21 days well meditation? I, I I've done it a few times but uh I I definitely think that I have talked about the tw the first 21 days I did was in 2007 and I I, I haven't I told you about this before no you, you haven't told us no yeah no, I remember, so, you don't remember, but I remember, you haven't told us. Yeah, okay, because I have no memory. Um, so <laughs> we, in 2007, we, Sally did a 10-day 
teacher training meditation retreat in Carmel. Yeah, that one you, you said that when when you discovered love. No, that this is a different. This is not. Okay. That's the, okay. 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 Good. Okay. Sorry. So we meditated. We were there for ten days, and we were learning like basic meditation instructions, uh, and it was really profound. And during that time, I read this blue. I was reading this blue book, and when I came home from that retreat, I I did what her this twenty one day thing, which is um, at home in LA where I was living. So, but I. I was so new at meditation that all I really did was like make some espresso and sit down and hope that I wouldn't fall asleep. And you have to do my, you know, of course my sick mind is already starting like you, you know, trying to find a hole in the cheese. Do we really need to do the 90 minutes or can we do the 45 minutes? Well, I mean, for me, it was the thing that showed me the power of what meditation really is. It's almost like you really need to open a door to show you what's on the other side. And then you can, after it, you can go back to 45 or whatever it is that you do. But I definitely, I'm not saying that this is something that everyone has to do. Like if you can just do five minutes a day, that's fabulous, you know, but it, it's something that worked for me at the time, because I was able to see something that I didn't know before. And that's about something what... she recommended also. No, she didn't tell me to do it. I just read the book and it in no, the book. But, it she, says but, to do. but she in the book, does she recommend to do it 21 days, 90 minutes, or does she recommend Yeah, she... that's the yeah, instruction. That's what I mean. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it's also about to to have faith and follow the the instruction. Yeah, yeah. The instruction. Yeah. Yeah. By, by and then I did uh, when I was in Sweden, I was thinking about this this morning. When I was in Sweden for those nine months in 2017, we had like, it was just one of those like awful, chaotic, crazy years. Like we we moved a bunch of times. My dad was sick. I crashed a car the first day we were there. I got like, not arrested, but I got like, the police thought that I had ran a red light and hit a bunch of cars, which I, what I which yes, I had, you I had talked had, about yes yeah you. and I got you know it was just an awful like it's just the whole year was so crazy and at the in that fall like right before we came back to America uh I started meditating I didn't have any space to meditate where we were living like there was no room no no corner no nothing so I just ended up sitting like in the middle of like you know, the cleaning lady was like vacuuming and I'd be like just sitting there because I just needed to do it. And it works. And I, I, it's boring at some point because it's ours, but it, it resets your whole setup. What do you feel when you're coming out of you? Because now you're saying it's boring. Uh, how do you, how, so how do you manage being bored in your meditation and not just stand up and do something else or start scratching your back or well, i mean i think that it's it it you always have elements of that and you have to learn how to deal with it mm. um but you also have elements of just where you have just nothingness or mm. the void or you're in this space where it's a thought-free space filled mm. with with love and energy so it 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 vacillates from one to the other Hmm. from one moment to another you can go from like okay am I really meditating to sort of being in this like forget 
forget that I'm here in my body state. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, for me, when I, when I come out of something like that, you feel very, very ground. I mean, you feel completely present and grounded and connected to your true self. Do you understand? So it's like, mm -hmm. so it, ab absolutely. You but, have to be willing to s just sit with whatever yeah. comes. And that could maybe be hard if you, you know, if you're completely new into recovery or, you know, you're done. Yeah. You're done with Don't try this. Or, in the, no, in no. But if you have a depression or, you know, you're feeling <laughs> no, stressed, no. you know, then, then, then uh, one minute is uh, okay. But I just wanted to share something also because, I, you know, I have also meditated for many, many, many years. And I, in, my, in, in the journey of meditation, I thought it was all about to really empty my mind. And I think that when I started in 2014 uh, to do my mindful basic stress reduction education with John Kabat-Zinn, that was the first time. Um, where, and I wish, you know, that, that someone said, you know, that he's really indicating to just sit and observe, you know, observe whatever is appearing from moment to moment. I was like, wow, it made me so much easier because I was not striving for anything. Because for many years of meditation, I was striving for empty my mind to have this, you know, um, uh, sensation of being on a pink cloud at least for two seconds. But, you know, it's and, and I think that's that's one of the keys that helped me in my journey is really not to be striving in my meditation. That yeah, uh, yeah. And, and and also one of the uh, key elements in, 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 in mindful meditation, which also helped me is that. When we are paying attention to our mind, our emotions, or sensations, whatever is falling out, you know, you will see and become aware how your body is reacting. You know, how easy one thought can just make your whole system become <clears throat> citrine or, you know, mm -hmm. stressed or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's when we know how our body reacts that we can learn to respond to it, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was also very, a very big change for me when I could okay, this is how I react. How can I respond to it? And, and, and I think, for, for, you know, to finding ourselves, or, or as you mentioned, you know, the true self. And I still have a hard time when my yoga therapist says like, oh, that's your false self. Please. I'm like, what are you talking about? That's not my false self. You know, it's a, mm -hmm. you know, but the denial is so big or, you know, the shadow is, is, you know, we completely blind. But I think that getting back to the, uh, to, to the meditation state and and where, uh, at least for me you know when I when I connect to my heart that's really when everything's become pure I don't say mm -hmm. when it's pure that it's not good or bad or you know what I mean but but it's just a pure state to be in that it's me mm -hmm. whatever that whatever it means in that moment mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I, th I think everybody has different techniques and I think uh, the technique for me was just sit there mm -hmm. and yes, watch your thoughts. I mean, that's a basic sort of, you know, like start, starting point and like following the breath. But I, I think it's important to go take whatever you said and like go back a few steps because that's still pretty like advanced feeling your sensations and noting how do you react and it, it's that's for me like a, that's that's a tall order mm. so if you take that back a step 
I think that just observing is all you, you need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go to the next thing. But I, for me, I mean, I still, when I meditate, I just, I just follow my breath. I don't really do anything else. Um, and when you lose your, and when you lose the focus on your breath, you're becoming aware that you might think of something or you hear a noise in your room. No, but I, you know, for me these days, I don't really think about anything. You know, it's been so, so long that I don't, yeah. but I mean, of course I, I, you know, yeah, but for, just for, to mention that that's natural because, you know, it's, it's sitting for 90 minutes and follow your breath, you know, it's full concentration. I don't think a lot of people, I mean, you need to have a solid meditation practice to be able to do that. So, I mean, it's yeah. a new I mean, or not. I mean, like but, I said, uh, like I did it, I did it the first time, cold. The first time I literally did it cold, I had no idea. I just sat down and closed my eyes. And you can concentrate for 90 minutes. But concentrate, I don't know what. I didn't know. I don't concentrate. I just let go of concentration. Yeah, but you know, it, but it is an uh, you know, it is a concentration to keep your awareness on your breath. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, but I just, you know, I just, I, I, I let it come and go like away. Yeah, but that's you know? what. I, yeah, okay. So that's what I mean. That you actually you decided to sit down, but you let it come and go, and then, but you yeah. know, so yeah. concentration to me feels very sort of strict. Mm. So I just, I just sit there and like. If there's a thought, there's a thought, and then I bring it back. And mm-hmm. if I notice a thought, mm-hmm. I just bring it back, like whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like, you I know. Mean, that's what I mean. You kept, you kept keeping it back to your breath. So your yeah. breath was. But it's like almost like you see, you see a field of like tall grass. Mm-hmm. And there's, it's windy. So it's just swaying. Mm-hmm. Like that's my, that's the, the thoughts. They're just swaying. Mm-hmm. And you're breathing. And there's like, mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. it's fine. So, but I think I, I think that you need to have an anchor because if not, it, it can, because when you just said that, I think that as a child, I was a very much a daydreamer. You know, I could just sit and watch things. The mind is interesting how we can be around the world 10 times in, in one second. But, but, of but course, the anchor is the breath. Always. Yeah. Yeah. But that, and that's what I wanted to get to. Of course, you're swaying back and forth, but you need to have the anchor. And for, for you, it, it, it was the awareness on the breath. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, back to 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 um, uh, to the journey of uh, meditation, the key into finding yourself. Can you? Um, uh, because I'm I'm a little bit interesting about your inner child, like like who? Is that, uh, like <laughs> yeah, but the who who? No, but uh, now and then, standing up for my inner child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you mean from the blog? Yes, exactly. And yeah. we, you know, we, 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 and, and we, of course, Panilla has written a blog and you can go in and read that. But now I don't want you to refer to the blog. I want us to stay, uh, you know, even if we are mm-hmm. talking about things in the blog, because we're going to deepen the topic uh, maybe further on. But just because finding yourself, your inner child, can you do the alignment to that? Can you yeah, alignment? Well, I think that what I mean uh, is, I mean, you touched on this when you're describing your meditation because it's like, how how do you react to different sensory? You know, I think that growing up, you really, I mean, at least for me, I had really no idea what who Pranilla was or what I liked or what I felt. 
And I also felt like I was too afraid to ever tell anybody. Or I was also pretty convinced that no one really listened. Like you feel invisible. Mm. Oh, horrible. Uh, yeah, but that's, I think that a lot of kids feel that. You know, Absolutely. Parents I mean, are rushing around. My, kid, and I, yeah. my yeah, kids yeah. definitely they're feel They're just like, they're like, you know, like get in the car and they're like, where are we going? You know, I think that it's almost like you don't, and if you don't have access to understanding who that person is, then you don't have any connection to yourself. So can you say, can you say that one more time, please? Well, if you don't, if you're too scared of sharing how you feel and your thoughts about things, and if you think that no one listens, it's probably like you also turn that back onto yourself where you say, I'm not going to care what I mm. think or what my inner child thinks. Mm. And then, then, you know, then it becomes very convoluted and anxious mm. and fearful and depressed in yourself. So mm. the, the, what I, I'm trying to get this to sound practical, or, but I think that we deny our own selves because it's, mm. we don't like to feel shitty where we think that no one's listening for me, um, drugs and alcohol became a way to manage the need to feel heard because then I just didn't care anymore mm. that anybody cared. Could it also um, be uh, that you managed the pain by drugs and alcohol? Of course. Yeah. I mean, yeah, of course. But then all of a sudden it didn't matter. Mm. So, and it was easier. I had many times when I was upset about something and the the anxiousness or the pain or the uncertainty and hopelessness was so overwhelming that I was like, if I can just make it to 10 p.m. because I wasn't really a drug user that used drugs in the daytime. I was a person who went to nightclubs and did a bunch of drugs there. Like I wasn't drinking at home or something. I usually slept throughout the day and then I would get up and like watch TV for like six hours and then go out again. I know you watch so much TV. Yeah, I watch her lot today. I love that. So, so um, I would just be like, if I can just make it to 10, then I won't feel like this anymore. Hmm. Just completely removing your any connection to your inner self, your needs yeah. or your wants or your emotions. Like you just completely blow that. And then, you know, I think that in in early recovery, I don't think that, I mean, I was unconsciously taking care of my inner child and can you just define for people listening and not uh, knowing what the inner child means or is or you know i actually you know i think it's i don't exactly have a perfect way to describe that all i know is that when i think about the the theme finding yourself yeah you have to sort of reconnect with whatever it was when you were little mm that wasn't working or that didn't get heard and didn't get listened to. So we call it the inner child because it's like, okay, you actually, you have to dial back a little bit into your emotion to look at what was missing or what could have been um, just to sort of bring those emotions forth because they're part of your, your buildup. Mm. I, I talk about the primal wounds a lot. It's like, 
you have to get back to what it really was. So not feeling heard, not feeling like I mattered, feeling invisible. Those things are important. And those mm-hmm. were the things that I felt when I was like seven. And I think, you know, again, it, and it really had nothing to do with anybody around me. It just was how I was, how I it was your came out of the womb. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's very important what you're saying there because, you know, it's, I mean, if, if it, now I know your mother and I love your mother dearly and, and also your dad. And I, I, I know that if, you know, you, they saw you, they think they heard you, you know, and everything. And I, I do of course. think, most, you know, and I do think most of our parents do our best. And I'm, you know, and I, if I ask my children, they would probably also say that they feel invisible and I think they feel so much. Yeah. But, yeah. but and I think it's important what you're saying there, you know, it's that, yeah, you came into this world with that karma. That was your, that was your wounds that, uh, that, um, that actually brought you here today and being able to sit and talk about it. That, yeah. That's good that we sort of underlined that because I think I don't want to, I hate when people are like, oh, it's because my mom or my dad did this and blah, blah, blah. It's like, doesn't really work like that. The, 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 so the inner child, the inner voice, the finding yourself, I think through slowing down and taking moments to self-reflect, me- meditate, all these things that we talk about, you have an opportunity to, first of all, sort of debunk what it is that was the, the, the issues with you as a, as a child and understand what the, those issues were and the patterns that sort of have maybe weave themselves through your whole life until now. Because a lot of us have stuff that we're still working out when we're in our, you know, when we're almost middle-aged and bringing those forth and then you can release them and you see, Mm. oh, okay, well, I'm actually, I'm okay now. Mm. And I'm, I have courage to say, speak up. Mm. I feel heard. Mm. So it's just, it's, 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 it's important to look at is what I'm saying, the inner Mm. child. But it takes it's work not, too. You know, some people just, too. you know, you don't want to. But I think you define it in such a nice way because I remember the first time I heard about it. And if it's a, it's a beautiful book called Home, Homecoming. Um, uh, I can't remember the author right now, but it's it's Homecoming. And he describes all the different inner childs. But I think you, uh, and it's so interesting to read it. You can I can really identify with different you know different versions of it. But I think the way you describe it here, because first time I heard the word inner child, I was like, you know, oh, I could, don't, you it's know. It's so stupid. Yeah. yeah so I could stupid. I could, you know, it was like the first time I heard mindfulness as well. I was like, oh, no, get it. you know, it's, you know. Yeah, but, I, mindful you know, is the word. Is, yeah. yeah it, it, but but now I, I you know, and I, I think what you said, you know, it, we need, like, if we want to heal ourselves here and now, we need to look back at what, the where is the wound coming from? And how you know, yeah. and, and and how can I work with it? So, and and that is uh, finding yourself, which is so the bringing it to consciousness. Yeah, for me, so bringing into consciousness, like what were those things? Mm-hmm. In order to get there, mm-hmm. there's a process of mm-hmm. discovery, self-discovery that has to happen because you, otherwise, it's it's too it's hard to unravel. So, like, what were those things? How do I work on them now? And sometimes I have to consciously work on it. Like the thing that I say, like, 
if I feel like somebody doesn't hear me, I sometimes repeat what I say. To yourself? No, in a conversation. In a conversation. Yeah, so if I'm, if I'm around somebody and I feel like I want to say something that, and it's getting better, so I don't have to do this as much, but for a while I was just saying like, I would say something and then I would, wouldn't feel heard because mm. that person either didn't respond to exactly what I was saying or I felt like they were just waiting to say whatever they wanted to say, which mm. is classic conversation these days. Then I would just say it again to make sure. Mm. And that I felt like was a step to, mm. to standing up for myself. Courage to do it. Yeah, like, hey, wait, mm. I'm going to say this again. Mm. Did you hear me? And then also knowing the fact that I am maybe overly sensitive in some aspects and like completely shut down when I don't feel like somebody's listening, I just go into like a cave. Mm. But instead of trying and trying to get out of that sort of habit, like don't go into your cave. But can, but you said something that uh, uh, you say, finding yourself in a child, bring it up to, to awareness and to discover what it is. And there's steps to get to that because it's a process. No, I wanted to say, because you said that, uh, to finding yourself, you need to, you know, you need to become aware. It's a process. It's a work to be to to, to be done. You're bringing the thing up to 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 awareness. You discover the things, and then you start. There is a process to work on it. You said. You said there is certain steps. Yeah, but it, it's not the same steps for everybody. I mean. No, no, but I want to hear your steps. No, oh, well, uh, for me, it was basically. 12 steps yoga meditation mm-hmm. and brain entrainment i mean holosync was a, i've talked about that so many times now i mean holosync no, you really you, haven't, you know what we need to have a talk about holosync and i think before you do we haven't talked about holosync at all maybe once very shortly yeah. and you introduced me to holosync and by the way i need a second one and um just say quickly what holosync is because yeah Holosync is a brain entrainment tool, uh, which is basically what it is. It's, you know, a CD, you listen to a track, it's basically rain and bells, and you listen to it for about an hour. And the track is a technology that brings your brain waves into the delta and the theta brain waves, which is where you have the parasympathetic nervous system and you are healing and it the whole point is that you re resynchronize your brain halves your left and your right back together because through life your brain you're born i think with them in sync and then through trauma and negative emotion and all these things they get especially drug use huh they get on you know misaligned somehow mm-hmm. uh, the left brain negative emotion it takes over. Hmm. So Holosync is designed to bring that those brain halves back in sync again. And I've been doing it for almost 14 years. And it, it has helped with everything. I mean, I don't, you know, it's, a, it, it's like, I can talk about it for an hour. So it's yeah, very but hard we're gonna have, to yeah, do yeah, this but, in yeah. five minutes. But yeah, but I think... But I- it's 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 a it's a tool that you can use brain entrainment and meditation tracks mm. uh, there's a lot of 
like brainwave stuff out there on the internet and, and Spotify and stuff like that. Really good stuff to use because it makes your brain meditate for you. Mm. You don't actually have to have a concentrated meditation. You don't have to have a technique. You can just put it on and sit down and it's actually meditating your brain for you because mm. of the way that the sound technology works in your brain. Um, so it's a game changer. That's mm. all I have to say. Just like meditation, traditional meditation is a game changer. So is, so is brain entrainment. Um, so that, that, those were the steps for me. It cleared away so much of my negative emotion that I was able to actually see, okay, what are the things that were, I felt so sad about, or yeah. uh, I have wounds from, yeah. from a child. Mm. Otherwise it, it was too cluttered. There was too many things going on for me to actually see what it was. Mm. And you have to, you have to sort of do an inventory on, on your brain to see what's behind it all. And, and often nowadays, I think about that when people are upset around me, I, I, I go usually think immediately to their childhood. Mm. Uh, I mean, I can, I mean, my husband, and I do that all the time because I know what do you, all the, the trauma that he suffered as a child. And I, I immediately go, oh, you know, and it's not an mm. excuse or like a simplified version of your pain or like a, like a shortcut in any way to, to jump into, oh, well, this is why and blah, blah, blah. It's not that simple, but it's important part of understanding that. Uh, who you are hmm. and who other people that you love are hmm. and having empathy for that. Like, how can I have compassion in this matter, knowing what I know about this person's history? Yeah. And bringing that back to finding yourself, uh, also bringing that self-compassion to really understand ourselves and not being yeah, exactly critical all the time. Yeah. Um, yes. So I have uh these moments when something bad happens uh, and I I have a meltdown or and, and, and it, it's because of not having that set up when I was little. Hmm. Like, why am I freaking out? Like, in, in a completely irrational, irrational way. Like, because I, I when I, I felt like that as a child. Hmm. And then it sort of brings it back a little bit. You know, to, to find my center again. I think this is very, I think, I think this is a huge topic and I, I loved our discussion today. Uh, I hope everybody who's been listening also. I can keep going. If you want to keep going, I can sit here for like another two hours. Oh, but you're going to, you're going to, oh, you, you're still on vacation. You're going to take your kids up, right? You, I'm not on vacation. I'm never on vacation. I hate no, when people you, say that. The kids when are on vacation. When you're a mom, you're like, it's just no, but endless. No, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about your kids. Your kids are on vacation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah we're going to... to the beach today. Exactly. So that's why, you know, so you can't sit here for another two hours and just be selfish talking about things that are interesting. No, so selfish. We're so selfish. <laughs> Oh, Listen, it's raining. I think this so was, it uh, doesn't go. Oh God. Okay. It's raining. Why why no are you beach. looking on the iPhone to see if it's raining? Why don't you look outside? Because you never know if it's gonna rain all day when you look outside here because no, it changes okay. so drastically. 
Yeah, it's it's actually the same here. All right, but listen, recap, yeah, please. Come on, yeah. I don't know no. what we talked about. <laughs> Vanilla has no memory. I love this topic of of this podcast today. Finding yourself. I think that we touched uh, through some beautiful things. You know how meditation can help you to get center and renew and and almost a sensation of be reborn in the present moment. We talked about the inner child. I think Panela had a very nice definition of uh, the inner child, which is, um, um, I, I know a lot of people have, have resistance when they hear that word. I did as well, but, you know. I do the, too. Yeah, yeah. and Panela yeah, is yeah. so wonderful. But if we want to, you know, if we want to heal and understand ourselves, finding ourselves, we need to go back and see where is this wound coming from? Uh, and, and, and in that sense, understand ourselves better. And when we can fully accept that and and be loving and caring that 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 layer that you talked about in the beginning is one piece being healed and also discovered um and um you also mentioned a little about holosync we're not going to touch more about that because we're going to do that in another podcast um panela has also written a blog about it on her website so um yeah you can surf around there i think um panela chair that she's going to do the one 21 day meditation by Sally Campton, um, the good friend of Panilla who passed away this summer. Um, and I think I would join into that. Um, I don't have the book. I haven't read the book, but uh, I will. Uh, I can be lucky enough to just call Panilla afterwards and get guided. Uh, yeah. And you and you guys at home, if you want to join, I mean, either look up the book, see if you can get it or, or and please share with us whatever yeah. your experience. Yeah, but it's called the book is called The Heart of Meditation, but it's and the author's name is Swami Durgananda because that Sally was a Swami when she wrote this. Swami oh, really? Durgananda. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah. I only I only have her other book, the 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 red yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. This one is actually pretty hard to find too, so you have to get on it. Okay, thank you so much. Love you the most. Say hello to my kiddos. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.